Hey everybody, Robert with RC Archery, and this is Archery Vision Podcast number three, Road to 300 series here, and this is the second installment for the Road to 300 series that I'm doing, and wanted to give you a quick update, let you know kind of what's been going on the last couple shooting sessions, and the, uh, the, the archery world, the Road to 300, is a fickle, fickle little creature. There's uh, good days and bad days, and you know, especially when you're when you're trying to get back into it, there's um, you know a, a different mental side that goes into it. So the uh, yesterday when I went to shoot, well, the day before actually, I went to go and shoot, and still really didn't have a lot of expectations. Just really wanting to get some good arrows on target, um, try to feel the shot out try to find a, a, you know, a way to go and a path to take and just, you know, get the, get the feeling back and did pretty well. Um, well, did really well, honestly, in the, in the last half of the round and first half of the round, I struggled a little bit. Uh, I think I ended up shooting a, I think I shot a 297. Uh, I dropped three in the first half and it, um, it, it didn't start off well. It didn't feel right. Everything felt really off and and that's to be expected when you're shooting, you know, after, after coming back, um, you know, just everything still doesn't feel quite right. But uh, a lot of things started kind of clicking for me going into the middle of the round. And then that last half, couple big parts clicked really well and rattled off just a lot of really clean center of the target X's and, you know, hovered right around that X ring, you know, and it felt really good. Um, gave me a lot of confidence. It's a good thing to have. <laughs> um, and really the things that were clicking for me were grip pressure, finding a good balance with the low risk that I talked about in the last episode and um, the overall pressure, you know, and tension built into the system. So the the tension between both hands is the way that I like to refer to it and think about it when I'm shooting. I, I want to feel a certain amount of tension in the bow hand with you know, the release hand pulling back on it and kind of separating the two apart. And, um, you know, some people say ripping the bow apart, pushing, pulling. I'm not really pushing, pulling, ripping the bow apart or anything like that. I'm just trying to feel that pressure of my hand on my, you know, my bow hand trying to go towards the target, my release hand trying to come away. And I found it and I found the muscles to use on my back and um, remembered, you know, kind of that missing little picture there and, and, you know, the, the top muscles in my back right above the scapula and um, the muscles right along the scapula in those two areas and kind of focusing on that and allowing those to hold the weight and uh, contract a little bit and take over for me. And really what I was doing is just allowing myself to disconnect from the aiming side of it. Um, I think it's really easy to focus too much on aiming. It's really easy to focus too much on trying to make the shot happen or worrying about what the pin is doing while the shot is trying to happen and if you don't disconnect your shot execution from your aiming you can really come into some problems and trying to force a shot or make a shot happen or time a shot or you know anything in those round you know that type of stuff leads to disaster and picking that up and doing really well in that last half was huge for me to be able to get that down and and do what I'm doing here so you know, it, it was good, and it was good to come back from it, you know, as, as, as a, a starting point. Now, leading into today, unfortunately, and, and I took a break yesterday, and that was just be uh, needing a, kind of a muscle break, listening to your body type thing. 
I'm doing more than just shooting my bow, I'm working out more and getting back into that side of it. And um, baseball season, softball season is in the early stages of ramping back up for us and um, you know, taking a little bit of time off from that with the kids and with us and trying to clear your head. But between what I'm doing on that side with throwing and especially working with Cole and, and the pitching side of it and I got a new fun toy that tracks a whole bunch of metrics with pitching and throwing and I wanted to try to play with that and um, you know do some max throws and everything and you know, really felt that the next day in my shoulder between shooting and you know the sports side of it there and working out and I just said wow you know if I'm that stiff if I'm that sore I'm gonna take a day off I mean, it's not gonna kill me you know it's a good break so going into the day I felt fresh felt good but I had expectations and it was the first day that I've had an expectation of what I wanted to see on target than you know what I've done going forward you know or in the past rather and and really I, I didn't want to didn't want to go into it thinking that I needed to shoot a 300 and that I could today. I don't think I'm there yet. Well, I know I'm not there yet now, but I didn't want to think that going into it. But I also knew that I should only probably miss one or two, and they need to be close. You know, it needed to be a good round, and uh, especially coming off what I did in that last half, you know, the day, the the shooting session before. But leading into having those expectations subconsciously made me start over aiming and I really started focusing on the aim and trying to force a shot execution into that aim and just had to come apart and shot a, an eight which I haven't shot an eight in so long that I can't remember the last time I shot an eight and I haven't even been close to shooting an eight since I started back on this so after you know what was going on the other day and getting here today I was just like man like you know it's just a bad day and those days happen but you know trying to think through it and figure out why and finally decided you know I, I had the big eight and then I missed another one at the midway point um, halfway through the round and it was on that last well, it was on the fifth end last end for the first half and um, when I did that I you know that that one was a pretty big wide miss too it stayed in the nine but it was on the edge of the eight and the nine it was actually touching the 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 edge of the eight ring and the inner edge so um you know just i, I took a, a a step back and took a moment just to try to think through what was going on and you know why i was doing that and what my focus was on and i think that's a big thing when you're going into this is having an intent and my intent whether I realized it or not going into that was to try to be an all-star shooter. And that intent, you know, made me over aim and made me try to force my shot execution, try to make something happen. And I had to take a step back and, and look at it. And my normal intent when I go to shoot is focus on my aiming and maintain pressure in my body and, and, and keep my, my form and let my shot execution work itself and let that happen on its own while I'm focusing on my aim and letting the shot happen. And that's why I've talked about in some of my YouTube videos in the past, you know, and I made one that's, are you an aimer or an executor? And I went through what those look like to me. 
my definition of it is probably different than other ones that you've heard in the past. And, you know, it's not just, you know, being an aimer and over, over exaggerating on the aiming side so that you don't run a good shot execution and you lose track of what you're doing and you have problems. My definition personally of being an aimer is trusting my shot execution, trusting my float, trusting my form, my equipment, knowing that everything is set up the right way and just using that as my focus to where I'm focusing on maintaining proper form, maintaining proper pressures, maintaining a good aim on target. And that for me allows my shot execution to happen more freely. I don't have the tension built up in my release hand. I don't, you know, have the issues or the problem. You can ask another archer. Um, there's an, you know, an incredibly popular archer you could ask to, and they would say aiming is horrible and it's bad. But when you get their definition of it, their definition of what an executor would be and my definition of what an aimer would be is the exact same. It's just the way that I choose to look at it and it's my wording to key off on is what worked for me. And being an aimer, that triggered the right things for me in the way that I felt. So that's kind of how I look at it and really took that last half of the round today and, and focused on running that process for myself to where I was good with aiming and letting the shot execution happen and did a lot better. Um, had some really good shots, didn't shoot as good as I did the day before or um, the time before, but I still had a really good, you know, last half. And that's probably a couple of things. It's, it's one, my mental state, um, even with taking notes and going into it, I'm trying to go into everyday fresh and just see where I'm at because my game has always been to go into something and need little to no practice ends going into it and just come out strong because, you know, my, my mental game and my body and my setup and everything that I've done work-wise going into it is there and I'm just, I, it's kind of a switch that goes off my brain. It's like, all right, buzz out there, bam, let's go. And for me, that works. Because if I want to go in, I've found in the past that if I go into a tournament or a shooting situation and think, well, I need some practice sense to warm up, well, by the time it starts, my brain and my mental state is, there's not that click there that says, bam, it's go time, let's do this. It's just, maybe I had practice sense and I didn't feel up to it and I wasn't as focused, so I wasn't doing as well in my practice ends, or maybe I did fine in my practice ends, but it's just the focus isn't there for me. So every day when I go into it, when I'm practicing here at home and or at a range or whatever I'm doing, I try to hit the ground running and I score first arrow, very first end, or I go into it and I give myself two practice ends, like what I would experience at a tournament. But I go into those practice ends here at home and practice or I go into those practice ends in a tournament the same way. And it's, I have a job to do. And my job is for the lighting, for the day, my sight needs to get zeroed in. Because maybe one day I'm not, you know, maybe one day I'm, I'm, my tendency is to hit left, right, up or down, or in a tournament the lighting is off and I'm hitting, you know, left or right or whatever the deal is. I have to take those two practice rounds for me and, and get serious and go into it with you know, an intention of zeroing my sight in. And if I do that, then when I go into the scoring rounds two ends later, my brain is already like, okay, we're here. This is a job to do. We're here to work. Let's do this. And I'm already there. So it's just a better experience for me overall. So I try to maintain that and try to do that. 
And, you know, I, I think going back to where I was leading with that before I got off on a tangent was my body is still developing back to what it was. My muscles are taking time to get, I don't know if you want to call it muscle memory or whatever you want to call it. So it's taking about a half a round for that to really get there. My mental state and what I'm doing to remember and, and focus and, and get in the game, it's taking about half a round to get there. And then that last half is amazing. But my practice game is has always been different from most people. Most people shoot hundreds of arrows. I don't. I, I don't shoot a lot of arrows. Honestly, there's a lot of times that I've gone into tournaments needing to shoot 60 arrows for score that my practice rounds are 30 arrow rounds. I don't shoot demanding equipment though. So it's not an issue. I know how I feel. I can shoot 30 arrows and I know going into a tournament whether I'm ready or not for 60 good shots. Um, if not, I just didn't put the work in consistently. And then there's times where I will. I mean, I'll hang two targets and I'll, you know, two Vegas targets and I'll shoot two at a time and shoot 60 shots or, you know, 60 scoring shots and um, do them six at a time because if I'm going to shoot, you know, a five spot indoor round, it's only five arrows. So I'm getting that one extra arrow. And there's times that I vary. It just depends on where I'm at, but I'm not going to overwork myself right now. I'm just going to, you know, not mentally overtax myself, physically overtax myself. I'm really just going to try to focus on 30 perfect shots or as close to perfect as I can make them and learn from every single one of them. That's my game right now. And, you know, you can make the argument where people say they, they put those hundred arrows in a day or whatever they're doing because they want to outwork the competition. And that's a, that's an amazing mindset to have. And that's the mindset you should have because it's going to lead to self-confidence. It's going to lead to, um, you know, establishing a pattern of, of that work and that effort and putting in what you need to, to perform well in the moment when it's, when it's go time. And what works for you is what works for you. What works for me is usually lower repetitions. I don't know why. That's just my body performs really well. And there for a while I went through some sequencing and tracking what I was doing. And I would shoot days with 20 arrows, 30 arrows, 15 arrows, 60 arrows, 100 arrows, 150, 200, whatever it may be. And I know that at different stages and different times I need different things. But I know why. And I think that's really important for an archer to understand as to why they do that. So for me... I typically shoot my best the next day with 30-ish arrows the day before, between 25 and 40. Anywhere in that realm, the next day, I shoot amazing. If I shoot 15 arrows a day before, I shoot 50 arrows a day before, 60 arrows a day before, I don't shoot as well the next day. And I don't know why that is, I just know that's how my body performs. Something to do with the muscles, um, you know, or maybe even the mental side of it and just not being as mentally taxed. I don't know. Focus is a huge issue in archery. And um, that's something that I know. But then there's times where I know that, you know, maybe I need to build up some muscle strength, stamina, mental stamina even, where I need to rattle off 50, 60, 80, 100 arrows or whatever a day. So, you know, maybe that's one session, maybe that's two sessions, maybe that's three sessions a day. If it's a weekend, I'm off work, whatever it is, time permitting, you know, who knows, right? But I probably shoot more mental arrows with no bow in my hand and just working through my shot in my head in a week than I shoot physical shots. 
and I think that's what works well for me. Now, when I'm trying to get back into things and doing well with this, more physical than mental, mostly because I'm still trying to recreate and burn in that mental image in my brain of that perfect shot. And I felt it a few times yesterday, or the time, you know, the shooting session before, and then again today. And I will replay that in my head a lot, especially when it's fresh in my mind, and try to remember it and keep going with what I'm doing. But you know, the the muscle stamina is what needs to be there right now, along with the focus. And you know, I think that's huge, and that's something that I want to make an entire podcast on. Is just the mental side of things. Um, it's incredibly overlooked. I can give you a couple cues and things that I've gone over. I'll probably do that one day with this Road to 300 series, or I may do a standalone not Road to 300 series, but I want to go over that and and use that. Um, But that's really all I've got today, guys. I haven't decided yet when I'm going to start uploading these. I may do like a Monday motivation thing and set it up. You can have it Monday morning, take it to work. Um, Maybe even start these podcasts off with a little bit of a, you know, an inspirational whatever it needs to be. Um, We all need that sometimes, and Sometimes that's uh, Monday morning when you're exhausted and trying to make the coffee work for you or uh, drag yourself to work, sit in a rush hour traffic. Who knows, right? So that's, that's you know, my, my go and run with this and learning with this. I appreciate the ideas that people are giving me for podcast ideas already. Um, even some ideas where I can collaborate with a couple people and, and different things and try to get experts in certain areas in to learn this and that's going to be growing pains on my own as I start learning this and and doing what I can. Um, if, if this isn't already on Apple iTunes podcast, this, my, my idea is to get these on there right now. It's on Spotify. It's on Podbean. So whichever one's easiest for you to listen to wherever you like to go to, but I do want to get this on the Apple ones too. It just got rejected. Apple doesn't tell you why they get rejected. They have a lot of guidelines, a lot of rules that you got to meet to get these to go on there and get approved. Um, I think I know what missed when I went to upload to Spotify, it rejected it, but they told me why. So I corrected it. I did, you know, after that I resubmitted it to Apple. We'll see what happens. Um, if it gets rejected again, I'm going to find somebody that knows more than I do that can help me and try to figure it out from there. Uh, I don't know if Apple will talk to me or tell me anything. Um, learning as I go guys, but I appreciate you listening to these podcasts and sharing them spreading the word, um, you know, hitting the follow button, putting the alerts on, all that good stuff. I really appreciate it. That's all I got today, guys. Until next time, I'll talk to you soon.